Oh my god, Miles. Back to the fucking Super Bowl we go. Oh my goodness. Uh, welcome back to another episode of One for One. I'm your host, Nolan Schumann, joined as always by my co-host, Miles Fuchs. Um, just so everybody knows, this is actually our second time recording this <laughs> because I forgot to press record last time. Uh, but uh, by God, the birds are going back to the Super Bowl. Miles, how are you doing? I'm doing good, Nolan. And that's the Super Bowl birds to you folks out there because the Philadelphia Eagles did it, disposed of those pesky 49ers yesterday quite handedly and are now going to the Super Bowl. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So shout out to friend of the show, Ramus Winston, another Birds fan. We love it, baby. We're excited. Can't wait to see it. Aren't you happy you jumped on the, aren't you happy you jumped on the bandwagon? Man, I didn't jump on the bandwagon. I like ran up the rocky stairs onto the bandwagon. It's been a hell of a year. For those of those for those who don't know, yes, I am a new Birds fan. Started started cheering for the boys back in September, uh, after my former team made a questionable off off season decision. So I took the moral high ground and I decided to go to Philadelphia, where the fan base is always right and always just and always perfect. And it's been it's been good, Nolan. We got to go to that game against the Commanders as well. So I've gotten to see my Birds at the link on Monday night, although they didn't win that one. They've been on a roll recently, winning the games that matter. And boy, oh boy, we get to see him in Arizona. It's going to be unbelievable. I'm so excited, man. I can't wait. I, I know how you feel. Longtime Birds fan. Man. You've seen the highs. You've seen the lows. You've hit them high. You've hit them low. I said this to you beforehand, but I have so much crow to eat. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> my goodness. Um, all the way from like de- uh, declaring how Howie Roseman being fired to... Um, I think Hassan Reddick for three years is incredibly questionable to, um, well, what, what else is another banger that I've had? I wasn't, I wasn't really <laughs> huge on Devonte Smith when they initially drafted him. Um, I wasn't big on the, on the Darius Slay acquisition. You weren't big when, on Hurts either. I remember, I remember no, a draft I wasn't, tweet about I Jalen wasn't, Hurts. I wasn't big on Jalen Hurts, but, um, Dude, man. That's, yeah. that's one I've never understood was the Jalen, even before I was a Birds fan. Cause like, that dude has been a dog since the day he woke like since the day he woke up. Like his first fair. year at his first year at Bama was insane. But he was but he he couldn't throw. That that was the biggest thing is he was he was he was like a, he was a glorified running back at Alabama. So I think that there is reason to have trepidation over uh, uh <laughs> there, there's reason to have trepidation. This man is was. slanging. This he, guy is yes, slanging. He I'm I'm more than happy with Jalen Hurts right now, but in high, we can't look at it in hindsight and be like, "Oh, we shouldn't have looked up at the Jalen Hurts thing." But it's like, 
no. Luckily enough, the Philadelphia Eagles have been able to develop Jalen Hurts and have put him in a position now where he is a capable starting quarterback and an MVP level Pro Bowl quarterback. Is he among the like top five QBs in the NFL? Probably not. Um, I mean, come on, we're hey. still not taking hey. you know Burrow, hey. Mahomes, or what? No, but we're going to the Super Bowl with Jalen Hurts. Going going to the Super Bowl, Jalen Hurts, and 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 taking on. Taking on uh, that Kermit the Frog looking ass, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, and I've and and I said this, I said this to friend of the show, Ramus Winston. I said I wanted to go through Casey. I want to take on Andy Reid. I want to take on Patrick Mahomes because it's similar. It's similar to how the last Super Bowl was, which was I want to take on Tom Brady. I don't want to take on like some like less than Blake sta- Bortles. I don't, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't want to play Blake Bortles. I don't want to play uh, freaking Andy Dalton. I want to take on Tom Brady. And that's exactly what it seems like is happening now. Now, with that being said, Patrick Mahomes doesn't have as many weapons as he had before. If Tyree Kill was still on the uh, was still in the Chiefs, I'd be terrified. Um, but you still got Travis Kelsey, um, who's uh, going on stage calling the mayor of Cincinnati a jabroni, that's um, which is so incredibly rock. Star. Yeah, like just a mountain, a mountain full of charisma. J- Jason's um, brother did well. Yes, he will only be known as Jason's brother on this show. He will not be known as anything else. Um, but man, it's um, yeah, I, I I could not be more excited. And this this team is just so cool, so good. Just oh, everything about them, and I, it just like it makes me want to go back and listen to their Christmas album again. And like <laughs> I just. I love them so much, and I also love that Joey Bosa had a hissy fit at the link. Oh, that was so funny, man! You, if you're going into the link, you got to wear Kevlar. If you're, Dude. if you're any sort of person, you've got to have thicker skin than that because he, the yeah. guy, the guy that came up to him was just a regular Philly dude. Yeah. It wasn't even and that bad. If you're a professional athlete, you and you're going to an opposing team's facility, you have to like you can't pull out the I'm richer card. Like oh. you just can't. You look would- like such a bitch. That's such an embarrassing thing. Like, so I saw that uh, a guy, a famous person tweeted it um, as well. So I'm not trying to steal his thunder. I sent this to Nolan before I saw the tweet. But like, you know, you've absolutely hammered somebody when they pull out the I'm richer than you as a comeback. Yeah, like you've you own them. R.I.P. Wimpo, you own them. Yeah, and 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 to steal a line from, uh, I was listening to Birds with Friends today. uh, To steal a line from Bull Wolf, uh, which is. It's it's a little unfair, but he said said uh, uh, two black quarterbacks are facing off in the Super Bowl against one another, and he pulled out the "I'm richer than you" card. I think this is the second worst day that happened in January for the Bosa family. <laughs> I don't really know how to come back to that. That's a tough. That's a tough one. The Bosas are a fun punching bag, and they are. Speaking of punching bags, um. The Oilers got quite a few of them. The Oilers got quite a few of them. So the, for those of you that are tapping the speakers and you're like, hey, is this is this thing on? Is this still a hockey podcast or did I miss something here? It is still very much a hockey podcast. And we have lots of hockey to talk about. Um, one, one for one is actually just Jalen Hurts' number for Jalen Hurts' number. <laughs> it's one, the Jalen uh, Hurts bio, <laughs> biography. H, H1M him. 
Uh, so we're going to be talking about the games against the Blue Jackets and the game against the Hawks. Just two. Last week was not too busy in Oiler World. Once we get through those, we'll do a little bit of Oilers Oilers discussion. How are we feeling? The, the lay of the land. Uh, then we'll move into some NHL stuff. Big trade today breaking. Uh, breaking news. Something sad. We'll do a little bit of All-Star game talk. Rack things up with uh, Rockstar of the Week. And, you know, hopefully get you out of here feeling nice, ready to take on the rest of your week. How's that sound, No Wizzle? Sounds great. I just finished a um, a coffee with uh, this these things that my dad got called Stroop waffles. They're basically like little waffle wafer things, and they've got caramel inside. And you're supposed to put them on top of your coffee so that like the coffee the the heat from the coffee melts them from the inside. And they mm. fall in, and then you have a little chunky wafer caramel thing at the bottom of your coffee. So very how- sweet. How do you order your coffee? I should know this about you, but I I don't. You seriously don't know how I take my coffee? No, I th- I have a feeling, but what what is your thought? I hope I think it's black. You're correct. I'm a black yeah. coffee drinker because that's I'm the a... correct that's the correct way to drink a coffee. Good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also not one of those people that's kind of like you only drink you don't drink black coffee. Well, you're not a real coffee drinker. <laughs> if I'm having like a hot a hot cup of joe like at home or like at a restaurant or something like that I'll, yeah. or like a specialty shop I'll either get mm-hmm. something like like a cold brew or black but yeah. if I'm going to like a Tim Hortons or something I get a regular just because I can't their their black yeah. coffee makes my tum tum hurt the um if I'm ever going to like uh if I'm ever going to like the cottage for the weekend uh which the coffee maker there makes the biggest dog shit of coffee I've ever tasted <laughs> in my life I'll usually throw like a little bit of cream and sugar in it because it's that bad. Hey, sometimes you got to cut through it. Yeah, and sometimes, sometimes, Nolan, you got to cut through some other stuffs. Yeah, sometimes you got to take a couple blows to the face before you can <laughs> spit out the spit out your teeth. I don't know where I'm going with this. I was trying um, to I was trying to set you up for a reverse retro <laughs> joke there. Oh, uh well we should ban the reverse retro, shouldn't we? <laughs> shouldn't we? Shouldn't we ban the reverse retros? Because on January 25th, the Oilers lost 3-2 in overtime to the Columbus Blue Jackets. Starting off, uh, Evander Kane missed this game due to his ongoing bankruptcy trial. Yikes. Um, first game in four nights, taking on the bottom of the league, Columbus Blue Jackets. This should be an easy one, right? 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 Uh, but despite outshooting the Jackets early, an Adam Bokvist muffin from the point gets tipped by Boone Jenner in what seemed <laughs> to be the most flaccid goal in NHL history. Almost makes up for the fact that his name is Boone. one nothing Jackets. Second period kicks off with half a period of icing calls and Louie and Jack flirting to only be only be interrupted by the Carhartt King's seventh goal of the year on an absolute top titty snipe where Grandpa keeps the flashlight. 1-1 game. Didn't get credit, but major assist here to Yesse to keep the puck off the boards and feed it out to a stroking DR. DR fucking rules, eh? Oh, what a king. What um, a car what a Carhartt clad king. I, I can't remember. Was uh was the uh the thing that we were laughing about with with Jack, was that this game or was that the next game? That was the next game. It was the, the next the con- game. Oh. The constellation. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Jack. <laughs> Poor Jack just taking L's on live TV. But like, do you do you agree? Like Jack and Louie like flirt during the oh, game. Like def- it's it's hilarious. And it's, uh, yeah, and it's 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 <laughs> Jack, tremendous guest on the show. Thank you very much for coming on, Jack. Please come on again. Uh, but uh, like Jack is definitely like I would say the more horny of the two. <laughs> <laughs> like you scored Jack. a couple goals in the NHL, haven't you, Lou? Like you got oh, a bit you of know all about that, Lou. You, you got a you got bit a of a log stuck on your hair. Got a great head of hair, Lou. Got a, just a lot of fresh lettuce there. 
<laughs> and you can you can hear Louis just like just like doing one of those sort of silent grins. Thank you. <laughs> ah, thanks, Jack. Do you think they hug? Oh, fucking rights they do. That's awesome, man. I bet you they hug after after every game. They say good game. Yeah, have a good night, buddy. You too, man. And just like hug in the parking lot and, and yeah, go home. And then and then and then when Louis in bed at night, he hears a little knock at the door at the hotel. He thinks it's a housekeeper, but <laughs> surprise, surprise, <laughs> surprise, surprise, it's Jack, and he's got a copy. He's got a copy of uh, of uh, the other guys, and they're gonna have a little movie night. <laughs> Down the stretch, he comes. <laughs> Louis' second job in the in the summer instead of golfing, or not Louis, Jack's second job in the summer when he's not golfing is working at Bed Bath & Beyond. <laughs> confirmed for me. Not confirmed whatsoever. Um, Shortly after the worst advanced <laughs> analytics player in the NHL, according to a crybaby of a Leafs fan, scores his 25th of the goal, signed, sealed, and delivered just like his scholastic book fair check because we are in fact talking about the published children's author, Zachary Martin Hyman from Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Connor McDavid, 2-1 Oilers. Don't ask me how many tries it took to spell author. Holy shit, I need a tutor. That was Miles. <laughs> it was twice. Uh, third period fires up and it's a slow burn eventually some Russian guy who doesn't even have a picture of the score app because he's a rookie that's name isn't worth remembering scores his 11th of the year to even things up uh, I, I'm being sarcastic Kirill Marchenko is a freak of nature drafted in 2018 with Russian dudes named Kirill taking 80 years to make it to the, to the NHL from Russia and then coming and being a fucking dynamo like was he paddling a boat what are these guys doing you can get here quicker than three years I don't know pretty stupid but he's stupid good at shooting the puck, so whatever steals your election or whatever the kids say. 2-2 game. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Miles. That's uh, that's a heater of a note, eh? Oh my god. I have a like my my cheeks hurt from grinning so I've never much. I don't use I don't use punctuation. I hate punctuation. No, I yeah, that. and it's very horrible because I'm like Ron Burgundy. I will read what's on the teleprompter. <laughs> But uh, that kid, that kid's nuts though. He's not a yeah, kid. He's, he's man. He's, he's, he's gonna be a he's gonna be a Cy Young candidate this year because he's Cy he, Young? hasn't he like yeah hasn't he not scored like any doesn't he like have like one assist or something? And he's oh, yeah. been scoring goals. That's all yeah. it is. Yeah, because yeah. the Russian machine never breaks down. I'm actually gonna look at his stats quickly. And he's also wearing 86. Was this guy I think he's Kucherov? Uh, <laughs> Who July. cares, man? A rookie with 11 Dude, goals does 13 goals, zero assist, dash three. I'm, King. hates playing in his own end like just a lord um anyways we head to overtime where bchl product and overall romani rapscallion that's romaine jo- to you romaine i make you want a hair do, comment do, do yeah do, do you want to retry the spelling on that one there merles no did i spell it wrong <laughs> yes oh, romaine whatever. is r-o-m-a-i-n-e r-o <laughs> M A I N E. Well, he's a Romaine rapscallion. That's <laughs> how it was supposed to read. Ken Johnson shoots literally one through Stuart Skinner and seals the 3 2 streak, snapping overtime winner. Shots finished 27 BJs, 36 Oilers, 1 1 ha 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 on the PP and 2 for 2, 1 for 1 on the. Jesus fucking Christ. Two for two on the penalty kill. Corpus Allo was just an absolute warrior in this one, stopping 34 shots and posting a 944 save percentage. Corpus Allo is one of genuinely one of those frustrating goaltenders I've ever watched in my lifetime. Oh, one dude. day, one day he's no joke, a first ballot Hall of Famer, and the next and the next week he's an ECHL goalie. 
It's an, it's unbelievable. I remember a couple of years ago when, you know, things couldn't get any worse in Oilerville and they were talking about trading Miko Koskinen for, for him. And that, like, that was the, that was the deal that everybody had cooked up. And then when you compare their numbers, like uh, Corpus Allo was worse than Koskinen and everyone's yeah. like, well, what's the point? But yeah, maddeningly, fr- like he's frustrating as a goalie, but he played really good in this game and he played really good the night before in Calgary. So whatever he's been doing, he's got to keep going. He's got and- a- He's got a fancy mugshot too, eh? Yeah. He looks like a Vikings extra. Yeah, he looks sick. Um, he also is gonna be a, he's also an important part of Oilers history. Because Why? he because he was he was on the other side of the Connor McDavid poster. Oh, really? He was yeah, he was he was the Columbus goalie in net for the uh for the return oh. for the return from shoulder injury goal. I didn't know that was him. Yeah. Tough That's beat funny. for Purpusal. I think he was like twenty two at the time or something like that. So he he was really young. Because he burned um, his burned now teammate Ryan Murray in that as well. No, it was it was Jack Johnson and Justin Falk. Oh, Justin yeah. Falk? Not not good Justin Falk, bad Justin oh, Falk. Oh, brother Justin Falk. Yeah, like no, it's F A L K. Not so F A L not F A U L K. So it's like Sebastian Aho and Sebastian Aha. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, you got that correct. Um Miles, do you want to go to the next game? I do because there's nothing I love talking about more than than history, and we're going to be looking at the Berlin Wall, the seven three win against Chicago on Saturday, January twenty eighth, the last game before the Oilers head on the All Star break. Kane is back. Reverse retro is also being worn in this one because the Oilers Entertainment Group was like, okay, we thought we had the Blue Jackets as a for sure luck buster, but it turns out it wasn't. So we're going with the real sure thing, and we're going to wear them against the Hawks, also known as Iron Rig Shit. Big Tim Robinson energy. Stuart Skinner is sick. So E-Bug Matt Berlin, remember the name, from the University of Alberta, is in as the Oilers' backup goalie to Jackery Campbell. Oh, hey, I belong with you. You belong with me. Tyson Berry ass scores a power play goal from McDavid and Nuge, and suddenly the arena transforms into a folk rock concert. Grown men are taking off their shoes and swaying back and forth wearing like 14 bracelets it's disgusting everyone's on edibles one nothing oilers jason dickinson who's one of like two guys on the hawks top six that's under contract for next year scores to make the game one to one no way this is happening please god no not again i'm having flashbacks to the past two games against the blackhawks where they're like shoot out seven four six five games and i'm like please no why can we not just beat the blackhawks but power play more power play merchant and Snorlax impersonator Leon Dreisaitl, who was well rested after leisurely skating around for 24 minutes and 22 seconds against Columbus, gets his 29th of the year, as mentioned on the power play from McDavid and Ryan Nugent Hopkins to one Oilers. Dry January is almost over, Ramey. Tyson Berry, he gets his second of the game and seventh of the year from Nurse and Zyman, three one Oilers. We're feeling good. Tyson Berry, two-goal game. Oh, papa. Conrad McDervinson, he gets his 41st of the year. What the heck? And makes it 4-1 Oilers. 41 for Connor. And I think he's at 91 points. Yeah. Unbelievable. Doesn't even make sense. Uh, Zyman and Dry get the assists. So then, Zachary Martin-Hyman, who is an author of children's books, does his best impression of a 26-goal scorer and gets one himself from Nurse and Clowder. 5-1 Oilers on a Saturday night. Nolan, do you remember Sammy Adams, Boston's boy? Uh, no, I don't remember Sammy Adams. No, he had all those like pop rap songs in the mid two thousands, and he always bit his lower lip in his album art while like wearing a Red Sox fitted hat. That's so sick. That's so sick. Well, anyway, he's Boston's boy. So uh, Winnipeg's boy, Jonathan Taves, gets one on the power play, perhaps his last as a Blackhawk. Who knows? Five two. 
is Evander Kane playing tonight? Big J asks roughly three minutes before Leon feeds Kaner for an absolute rip job to make it six to Oilers. That's what we call timing. Uh, and what might be the most delayed goal I've ever seen, Ryan McLeod is awarded his eighth of the year after the replay showed he banked the puck in off one of the Jones boys to make it 7-3 Oilers. Or 7-2 Oilers, sorry. 7-2 Oilers. But yeah, I think it was Seth he banked it in off of. Yeah, I I can't exactly remember. I That was I, just I, such a yeah. weird play from top to bottom, man. Yeah. The, this whole this whole game was just like once the floodgates opened, it just seemed like one thing after another was going in for the Oilers. <laughs> Absolutely, but the Nolan. So we talked about uh, Jason Dickinson, the other Blackhawk top six guy who is under contract for next year. Taylor Radish scores to make it seven three Oilers, and that is how it would stay. But the story of the night was a very cool moment at the end of the game where Woody and co through the emergency backup goalie, Matt Berlin in for the last roughly four minutes of the game where he makes a save, closes things out and lives out a dream playing in the NHL for his hometown team. What a stud. He was actually a teammate of Stuart Skinner's at the South shore athletic club growing up. They like to bring up on the broadcast. So kind of cool to see things come full circle and for this guy to get a chance to step on the ice and, play a few minutes in the NHL for his hometown team even if it wasn't the hometown team man that's just that's just awesome actually fun fact about about that too is like would even mention this in the post game it was actually Connor's idea oh really yeah, it was it was actually Connor's idea, and so Connor and the leadership group kind of brought it to Woody's attention. Then Woody and Woody and, and all the and all the coaching staff were like, "Yeah, like that sounds awesome." Um, like, can I can I just quickly just go on a bit of a tangent for a quick second? Because uh, there's fin- there, yes, finish yeah yeah you finish first, and then and then I kind of want to mention something. Sure. So the Oilers win. Everyone's happy for Berlin. Oilers put up 43 shots on the Hawks and surrendered 29. They went two for three on the power play and two for three on the PK. Campbell stopped like 25 of 28 shots, which is meh. Let's not let a nice story about Berlin draw your attention away for a kind of stinky goalie game for Jack. After you. Yeah, I mean, overall, like dominant performance. I mean, shaky first period, but that second period, the floodgates opened and it was like, it was game over from there. Um so I I love that this happened and I found it really funny that both Woody and Connor, the very first things they said when they were asked questions about throwing Matt Berlin in was, we didn't mean any disrespect to the Chicago Blackhawks. And there is a certain, like, there is a weird sort of subsection of people on Twitter. And I'm not saying that this is a common thing because I think like 90% of people are like all in agreement. Like this was a pretty awesome thing. But like there are some people out there that actually believe that this is somewhat like disrespectful to the Chicago Blackhawks. And I, I, I saw I saw a tweet about it that was like, oh, it's disrespectful to the Chicago Blackhawks. You know, it's disrespectful to the Chicago Blackhawks, the Chicago Blackhawks, that entire organization. If there's one team that that actually deserves disrespect, which I, w- I would have loved if if Connor just came out and said, yeah, we actually meant to disrespect the Chicago Blackhawks, that garbage organization, because um, they can take a couple L's once in a while. And also, it, you know what's disrespectful? Allowing seven goals to the opposing team and only scoring three. So, um, yeah, I, I, I've, I've absolutely, like, I, as, as far as I'm concerned, treat the Chicago Blackhawks with all the disrespect you need to because they deserve it. That's such a mouth breather of an opinion, too. Like, this is a team that has openly said that they're tanking. Yeah, exactly. Like, are you, re- are you really worried about putting in an e-bug for the last four minutes of the game when you're, like, would be better off playing with six attackers. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would yeah? Would you rather would you rather have Woody taken Jack Campbell off the ice and then they just go six on five just so they can try and rack up a ten piece on you? Ah, I, dude, I don't know. It's that I don't know. It's that's what's so fun about re- reading the replies on like professional sports teams posts on the internet is you just have people who have like not seen their toes in eighteen years making just egregious comments about sportsmanship and how the game should be played. It's just dude. like, come on, dude, let this guy There's live. So, like, yeah, so he's getting the, of, he's gonna play in the NHL. So much of that that's shit's awesome. so overrated too, man. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I like I I understand sportsmanship and to a certain extent, I like I agree. It's like, but it's like the same shit with like people saying. You know, people were like, like some people were upset at Evan Bouchard for firing uh, when (laughs) when they were firing into the shin pads of the Tampa Bay Lightning is like, oh, you know, these guys are Stanley Cup champions. You should be showing a little class. Like, who gives a fuck? Like, the the name of the game is score goals. Like, I'm sorry. I don't give a shit. That was also early season candidate for like rock star move of, of hockey. Yeah, just clapping one of those shit Firing. pads. Dude, that wasn't, that was too, he was a shooting yeah. range on them. Like, he was going for the goal. <laughs> He's like, and you I, guys are down. I'm about to put you down even more. Just a couple of <laughs> shin seekers. I love Boosh. That was awesome. New jacket, that, Boosh. That kid rips. Um, yeah, but all, all in all, like, this is just an awesome story, man. It was so cool to see. Um, also, Matt Berlin, super hot, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> Good looking cat. <laughs> one for one after dark. Horny police alert. <laughs> Six um, three two oh five. Nice beard. Good head of hair. Ooh, baby. <laughs> He's engaged though, I think. Yikes. He's taken, ladies. Yeah, Actually, just kidding me. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, Miles, how are we feeling? Dude, um, pretty good. Question mark. Feeling very good. So I'm gonna read a Stoffer tweet here. Not really a Stoffer tweet, but just some numbers that that friend of the show uh, and supporter of the BK Lounge, Bob Stoffer tweeted, since January 10th, friend of the show, the Oilers are 7-0-1, which is first in points percentage, first in goals for five, fifth in goals allowed, so like fifth is in good, 2.38, first in power play percentage at 40, second in penalty kill percentage at 90.9, so let's say 91, first in shots for at 38.3, and second in shots against at 28.3. So, the numbers are promising, man. The Oilers are very much, as we said, playing, not we said, but like as as folks said, as we've discussed on the show, that they're a very good second half team and they're playing lights out in January. They're playing really, really good. Yeah. And so I wanted to mention too, um, when it yeah. comes to, when, when, it, when it comes to the, is that, is this another impression of me? <laughs> what the hell? In that same span, the Oilers are third in Corsi four. First in shots for percentage, second in goals for percentage, first in expected goals for percentage, and first in high danger chances for percentage in at five on five per natural stat trick. Um so this this team is not only like winning in the box score numbers, but they're winning in the like fancy underlying numbers. Um I'm I I don't wanna I I, I don't wanna get anybody too excited. Miles. Have you looked at the money puck playoff odds? No. So, money puck playoff odds to win the cup at 14.2 is the Carolina Hurricanes, 14.2%. In second place is the Edmonton Oilers with 11.3%. Really? Ahead of Boston, Winnipeg, Toronto, Tampa, Calgary. Yeah, I was going to say, where are those meth bears? Yeah. 
so I'm just, it's just really cool. It's just really cool. That's all. Um, it's, I'm just, um, I, and it's, we're at a point now too, where, and I'm not trying to, I know that I, I do a lot of this like back and forth bullshit on the show. So I, I, I apologize to anybody that's already like slamming their steering wheel being like, Nolan, you constantly are wishy-washy on what's wrong with this team and what's, what's good about this team. Um, for one, I need to eat crow and Tyson Berry. Um, I think I want to name this episode eat crow medicine show. Um, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Miles has this. Miles has his forehead in his palm right now. <laughs> That's um, really funny. Because <laughs> um, because Tyson Berry, man, I he's, he's been a he's revelation. Been, he's been good. He's been really good. I'm not ready to say anything about Tyson Berry other than stop going barefoot at Tofino. But yeah, he's been playing yeah. really good. Yeah. Um. And I'm I'm at this point now where it's like, what do you do differently with this lineup? Like realistically, what like. Because defensively, like obviously defensively, you you would like to make it, you would like to make an addition, but that comes to the point of like, if you're not moving Philip Broberg, who leads this team in uh, for all blue liners and like expected goals for numbers, which is quite which is quite good and like is a possession machine right now. Um, you're not moving off of Evan Bouchard. You're not moving off of Darnell Nurse. You're probably not moving off of Cody Cece. I think at this point you're not moving off of Tyson Berry, especially with how close he is with the entire locker room. Brett Kulak, do, do you really move a guy in his first year in a four-year deal? Probably not. Who's hometown and plays Who's, like shutdown crunch time minutes? No. Yeah, like and and is a good defenseman. Is like a good like four-five if needed. Like has great size for the playoffs. No, absolutely yeah. not. And skates th- really well. Um. And it's Dude, like, I, what do you take out? I think that, and even like that addition, and it's a small sample size, but that addition of Vinny DeHarnay as well. Oh I think he's God. like he's, he's a been... he's a nice little he's a nice little pack a punch for that blue line. He's just I, been I, it, steady. It's a it's about like the group coming together and and playing and yeah I know this is classic one for one backtracking, but <laughs> like they're coming together, they're playing well, and if. You, you can't just get by on, on running the same guys and just hoping it works. You need to bring in pieces. But, like, if any RNA is going to be a, your little, you know, um, your little insurance policy for the playoffs, that's that's okay, too. That, that feels nice. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like, if you can get better, get better. Uh, yeah. if you can make like if there's an acquisition to be made, but I don't think right now the Oilers are in as like desperation mode to make an addition as they were, you know, two, three weeks ago. I just, um, I think honestly, like right now, um, my thought process is if you don't move for a defenseman, get a high end and I'm talking high end play driving winger. Mm -hmm. And my thought process behind that is you can either do one of two things. You can move this play driving winger to play on the second line and play with like Ryan Nugent Hopkins and whomstever. And then you keep Leon and Connor together. If you want to do that, you can do that. As long as you get somebody that perfectly fits in that role, we could be talking about like a hybrid guy that like plays center, but also plays wing. Like you you, you could go with something like that. Um, If you were to go with a center, you could, you could absolutely do that. 
But if you were to possibly go Leon and Connor on separate lines and throw Ryan Nugent Hopkins in the third line role, and you were to get a play-driving right winger to play on the third line with Nuge, that's there's something there. Like, if you were to get, you know, like, let, let's just, like, let's just, like, let's just think about this here. It, it, for example, Patrick Kane, right? Like, Patrick Kane hasn't had a very good, hasn't had a very good year from, like, the fancy numbers or anything like that. But in a different system, maybe where he's playing less, where he's playing less minutes, but he's on a third line with Ryan Nugent Hopkins and, like, I don't know, Clean Costin or something like that. That's, like, Kessel on the Penguins energy. Because that, like, that's what I'm thinking, is you balance these lines where you have legitimate play-driving scoring threats on each line. And I think that that could be a very winning formula because, like, for, that's what they need to have for the playoffs. Like, for absolutely. Sakes, like they they had like like the Penguins won two cups basically with like Ron Hainsey and like you know Brian Dumoulin as their best defenseman. So I don't know, man. I'm just um, I was I was talking to, I was talking to a friend of the show, Baby Back Billick, and we were saying like, yeah, it's nice that they're going to get a break and they're going to be going into the break feeling good and high energy and everything like that and, and rest up. But at the same time, they're rolling and they're hot. It's it's almost it's almost a shame that they're going to be off for, you know, the better part of a week yeah. and a half. I do um, worry about that a little bit. I do worry that, about that a little bit. But I think that I think that they're in a good place as a as a team as a locker room. They've got a lot of uh, a lot of swag. They've got a good you know portion of the schedule coming up where they're going to be able to get their legs under them as long as they don't throw a stinker out in the first game back and, and get into their own heads. They should be fine. Yeah, I mean they're playing they're playing Detroit in their first game back, so that's a game that you know that someone like Ken Holland re- really enjoys, really enjoys getting up for because it's like oh I'm playing my old team because he loves to mention them in every fucking press conference that he does. Yeah, um, but what do you but what do you do when when Tyler Bertuzzi just starts coughing on everybody's sticks after the pregame skate? You you uh, hide a you you hide a jab in his locker. And he, and he goes and I was going to say, I was going to say, you get the sprain eye and you just <laughs> the whole stick rack. But yeah, you know, surprise. Just hit him with a, just a little, just hit him with a little scissor. A little, a little AZ. A little, a little AstraZeneca. A little, a little Moderna. <laughs> Moderna. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um, oh boy. Speaking of trade targets that are no longer available. Um, <laughs> Don't say that. Should we uh, move on to our next? Uh, should we move on to our next topic here, which is going a little bit more to the NHL? Let's do it. Ho Horvat. Bo Horvat is a New York Islander. This broke probably what two hours before we started recording, something like that. About yeah, seven? yeah. Um, traded away today for Anthony Beauvillier, Atu Ratu, and a protected first round pick, which is top twelve protected. Uh, note. No extension has been play, has been put in place for Bo Horvat, so there is a possibility for Lou to trade him at the deadline if the Isles absolutely stink. Now, with that being said, the New York Islanders are currently uh, one, two, three, four. Uh, they are sixth in the Metropolitan Division and are not in a playoff spot. Um, can I can I stop you for one second? Absolutely. Do you want to hear what their next bridge of games are? Uh oh, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> Bruins. Oh no! Leafs. Oh no! Jets. Jets. Sabers. Bruins. Leafs. And the Sabers, by the way, I was gonna bring up, and I was I wanted to talk about them. Are fucking scolding hot right now. Oh, dude, they're seven and or eight and two or seven and three in their last ten. Like they're nuts. Yeah, they are six, six, two and two in their last ten, and they are uh, one point behind the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. And yeah, for the they're nuts. 
Oh, and they're also uh, two points behind the Washington Capitals, who have three, or, and the Sabres have three games in hand. Yeah. So, dude, I don't know. Looking at that schedule that's coming up, I think there's a very good chance that Bo Horvat is um, quickly moved out of New York dude, as well. Oh my God, the Islanders are the the Sabers and the Penguins have three games up on the Islanders too. Oh, sweet Lou. What are you doing, Lou? And I mean, I, I'm also just, I, I haven't looked at the standings in a while, but like Florida as well. Florida's 54 points, man. Oh, dude, we're going to talk about Florida. Oh, oh yeah. We're going we're gonna to talk about Florida. Big yucky. But yeah, hot take. He's hot, hot take. He's getting traded again. Yeah, I think I agree with that. I think he it's going to be like a, it's going to be like, you, yeah, it's going to be like the, 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 uh, Thomas Vanek move. You remember when that happened? Thomas Vanek got traded to the Islanders and it was like a big deal that included Matt Molson. And then <laughs> Thomas Vanek was like, piss off. I'm not re-signing here. So then they, I think they traded him to Montreal. There's a, there's a very like potential, I don't know, I don't know, very real or potential chance, but like he could in a roundabout way end up at Edmonton. <laughs> See, here's the thing is something tells me that that's not going to happen because Lou is going to be so stubborn to believe that this team can make the playoffs. They will be like 10 points out of it, and he'll say, we're going to make the playoffs, hell or high water, and they are going to hold on to him. They're going to add one more piece of the deadline, and then the Islanders brass is going to have to be like, hey, Lou, it is, it is time for you to go. And they're going to miss the playoffs by six They're going to old yeller him. Old yeller and take him out behind Nasu Coliseum. <laughs> it's called the U. It's called the. It's called the USB Arena. I'm just kidding. It's UBS. The USB Thumb Drive Arena. That'd be cool. That'd be good branding, dude. That'd be so sick. You just have like so much, like so much porn that you got from some guy's cousin on it. And it's it also it's also a football stadium or a soccer stadium, and then the roof comes off, and it's just like the cap of the USB oh, getting that's lifted so sick. off. I'd man, like to we, see that. Man, One we day. should be, we, we should become architects. <laughs> architects of destruction. Um, okay. Um, I'll okay. Like take the All Star game. I'll, I'll I'll take the next point. Um, so uh, as people know, uh, as people probably heard today, uh, Bobby Hall passed away at 84 years old. Um, absolutely legendary player uh, on the ice. Um, the 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 golden jet as he was known as uh, put up 610 goals uh, 1170 points in uh, 1063 games first player to score 50 goals like a trailblazer on the ice um in a first player to score ways. 50 goals what are you talking about he was the first player to score 50 goals R- richard wasn't before him no really he beat, yeah he beat rocket richard i did not know that Yes. He also, so, he also he also has the stick curve rule named after him. Him and Stan yeah. Mikita. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, like and obviously also the father of 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 the legend, Brett Hall. Dude, dude, did you see I did a little dive on his Wikipedia page today. That guy, that family, that bloodline is insane. Yeah. It's his daughter daughter was an Olympic figure skater. Brett obviously played in the Chell. Other brother played um in the CFL. And then another brother played uh, football or something like played in another sport and then um, won like a adult not adult safe but like a senior hockey championship yeah. so like all of his kids were just freak athletes his brother played in the NHL at 300 and some goals like the whole bloodline is is very athletically gifted yeah you 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 could say that there's no cracks in the hull <laughs> 
Yeah, unless it unless it came to social interaction, then uh, uh, that's a bit of a different <laughs> bit of a different story. Um, that's a whoopsie daisy. Uh, yeah, and, and we might we might as well get the we might as well uh, you know address the the elephant in the room. Um, yeah, Bobby Hall not not a great guy off the ice. Um, obviously has a very 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 well known history of uh, domestic violence against uh, multiple ex wives, including I believe beating one with like a steel toe or a steel heeled boot or something like that. Um, and then obviously uh, very well known to his uh, incredibly ignorant racist comments regarding Hitler and, um, and African-Americans and things like that from, I believe it was about 25, 30 or 25, 26 years ago. Um, and that was the whole thing with that is that there's some people that are like, oh, it's taken from a Russian newspaper and he sued them for, he sued, uh, what then, yeah, but then you, you read about it and you see that some people who knew Bobby Hall were like, yeah, that was kind of Bobby Hall in a nutshell. So not a great guy. Um, and I think that it's kind of, it's tough for us to be like, oh, he had a checkered past. Well, you know, it's not quite checkered. It's more of just like the guy was a bit of an asshole. So we should probably just address that. Um, obviously on the ice, we've, we, we, we completely are, you know, it's very obvious how important he was to the game of hockey. Um, but off the ice, unfortunately, a, a very tarnished legacy, needless to say. But, you know, at the end of the day, Guy passed away. Sad. Yeah. Yeah. And our, our, you feel and for his family. You feel, feel for, for his family. family. Yeah. That's yep. too bad. Yeah. Legend, legend, another legend lost for the game. Speaking of legends, Nolan, the all-star game is coming up. Few changes to the roster that we're looking at here. Chandler Stevenson is going to be in for Maddie Beneers and Sasha Barkov. Sasha Baron Barkov is going to be in for Austin Matthews. Um, what are you looking forward to, Nolan? There's going to be four or three new kind of, um, aspects of the all-star game they got the pitch and puck which is kind of like a disc golf thing where they're um have like four shots to get the puck into a green or something like that with a, a few different styles of shots they have a slap shot on the beach it's kind of like a dunk tank thing um sorry splash shot on the beach it's kind of like a dunk tank thing and then they have the tendy tandem where goalies are going to be paired up and they're going to be scoring goalie goals on the ice it's going to be kind of cool is there one of those that you're looking forward to or any thoughts on those Am I am I just am I a total nerd for just saying I really want to see the the shooting it's like the shooting skills competition. No, oh, I mean the I just want to see my favorite part of it. I just too. want to see Connor because I believe Connor is going to be participating in it this year, which is sick because he's like I'm not doing fastest skater. That's not me, <laughs> and he's just like I'm now a shooter. So I'm really <laughs> excited to see just how good he is. Yeah, I see him go four for four in about six point seven seconds. And imagine he's he just has like oh yeah I have fastest skater and and shooting accuracy champion on my on my resume. I'm I'm excited to see Chandler Stevenson um in the in the All Star game not because he's like a massive skill guy or anything like that <laughs> but because he's a former Regina Pat. That kinda is cool. pretty sick. Kind of cool to see a guy that you know it, watched play at the Brant in the All Star game. Dude, it's also so cool that he was like a middle six forward on like the capitals and then all of a sudden he gets to vegas and it becomes like a top line center yeah like that's so show, cool yeah taking advantage of the opportunity that was presented to him um hillary knight alex carpenter from team usa and then emily clark so ask rebecca johnston and sarah nurse from team canada will be there representing women's hockey so they've got some pretty skilled athletes that are going to be joining the nhl players as well and then there is the NHL BioSteel at home fan skill cam. That's a mouthful. Um, will you be showcasing any of your talents on TikTok, Nolan? I don't I don't even know how to film a TikTok. 
<laughs> yeah, dude, me either. Um, hypothetically, Why which are you so obsessed, obsessed with me? me? The girl wiping her eyes. Blue, <laughs> um, hypothetically, though, which one do you think you could actually win? The ones that they're asking fans to do are a shootout move, accuracy, a selly, huh, trick shot, and stick handling. If you were hypothetically to do one of these, which one do you think you'd have a shot at? Um, I, uh, I, uh, I can't. Uh, I can't keep my eye off the puck. Um, I usually. Uh, I usually miss the net completely. I can barely skate, um, and uh, I have hands made of uh, two by four. Um, so I would say that probably the celly, just because it takes the least amount of skill. <laughs> And, and creativity, which I feel like would be right in your wheelhouse. Thank you very much. You're calling me creatively. Do you remember? Uh, Don't hug me. I'm scared. <laughs> no, I tried to burn that out of my mind. Oh, so spooky. <laughs> <laughs> so spooky. I don't need that evil Ricky Bobby. Uh, which one do you think you could win? Um, None. But I think that the one I would embarrass myself the least at would probably be accuracy. Oh! I, think I, could, I think I could go four for oh. nine. Oh. What a what a stud here. Is I this think guy, I could do it, yeah. What does this guy think? He's Alex Ovechkin? Oh, put me what out. Does this guy think out. he's Joe Sackick? Put me out there with a U plus and I'm picking corners. <laughs> guy plays a couple games of floor hockey and now thinks he's Steve Eiserman. Okay, well, now just for that, I'm going to go live on one for one Instagram at the next time I'm at the ODR and just absolutely topple a couple. <laughs> just picking corners, going gonna, full Owen Nolan. You're going to, yeah, dude, you're going to see uh, just empty Bud Light cans on at a public park. And you're going to hear me, not cut it. And I just keep rolling the camera. <laughs> it's going to be a tough look, but hey, you never know. We'll have to see what happens. If that cold front doesn't hit Canada, maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll be feeling ambitious. Dude, I'm, you know what though? I will say I'm just excited just to see like Connor and Leon just getting a little tan on for a week. Oh, and stew. Yeah. Oh yeah. And hot stew. I forgot about that. New pack I, stew. I need the picture of the three of them at the All-Star game getting off the PJ. Oh, I need oh, all that content. Fuck. I know last year in Vegas, they had, was it last year in Vegas? Was it? Was that oh, yeah, 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 it was. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, I ironically complained about the gambling aspect. <laughs> if I could save time in a bottle. But Sorry, but I, stamp. <laughs> I think that... Um, like Vegas kind of opened the door for it, but I think that um, Florida is going to be doing a really good job of it because they had that like weird sauce competition on the fountain at the Bellagio, and yeah. it was kind of it was kind of cool. Like I remember Austin Matthews wore a really cool pair of dunks and a toque, and you got to see like a little bit of the personality of these guys. But some of these, like the, I think that dunk tank one is going to be really fun. I'm excited to kind of see the guys. Like they're going to be shorts and flip flops or something on the pot on the beach. Uh, taking slap shots and stuff. I don't know. I think a the slap NHL shot to the shin while you're wearing <laughs> slides. Oh no. If, yeah, dude, if any player comes out in Gucci slides or a pair of designer flip-flops, <laughs> I am investing. Um, it's going to be funny to see, but yeah, I'm excited dude, for should... it. I think, I think Florida is going to have a good, good little all-star weekend. Dude, they should throw Gary in the dunk tank. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so sick. I would pay a lot of money to see that live. Uh, you know what I also want to mention too? It's kind of a minor thing, but like they actually have like a pretty decent talent too for like intermission. They got fucking Fall Out Boy performing. You know that? No. Yeah, they got Fall Out Boy performing. Oh, they're finally listening to the people. 
Yeah, like it's it's actually like like kind of sick. Um, I'm really I think, excited. Who to was see it? That. It was someone really bad last year. Was it MGK? Like oh, it was MGK last year? Yeah, that, that's I'm tough. Love with the email, girl, dude. I I know it's like I know it's like kind of a like pop punk elitist thing to be like mm, I hate MGK, but like man, I really don't like MGK. <laughs> Hey, that, that's fair. That's fine. I liked, um, like, Tickets to My Downfall had a few songs on it that I listened to a, couple, a few times. A couple of slappers. Cu- a couple songs that were pretty good, but it hasn't hasn't been in the rotation recently. It was an album that kind of got played and forgot about for, for me a little bit. But no, man, I've actually recently gotten back into my pop punk roots, cool. and the pl- the playlist is aggressive. Are you are are you are you are you driving around with with your with your fedora tipped down like this and you hear doom 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 doom, doom. <laughs> No foot no fedora, I just have the hair covering one eye. Oh well imagine. <laughs> uh cute without the E. <laughs> Got my wrist and pluck my eyes. Oh boy, oh boy. Isn't Miles, Miles be wearing a choker next thing he comes on? <laughs> <laughs> Black eyeliner out black eyeliner that's it's called guyliner it's not a phase mom it's not a phase mom get out of my realm speaking of getting out of my room nolan yeah um <laughs> the term rock star gets thrown around a lot oh, these days we, should we should, i think we, we i think we skipped the section that we were gonna do nhl oh yeah we, did. we better do it that's not very rock star of me to skip. That's not very uh, miles a not rock star of the week oh <laughs> spoiler alert it's miles fuchs everybody <laughs> Uh, it's 365 days a year of me being not the rock star of the week or day. 52 times I don't get picked. Uh, what did we call this section? Thought takes? Uh, uh, 30, 32, 32 thoughts, but 32 T-H-O-T-S. Thoughts. So we figured that at the 50 game mark of the year, it would be time for time for some hot takes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So okay. we each we each have two. One okay. for a team and one for a player. Okay. Would you like to go first? I would like you to go first. Okay, because my takes I don't I know are not going to be as hot as yours. Yours are going to be like well thought out, and mine are like eh, dartboard. Um, do you want team or player first? Uh, give me give me team first. Give you team first. Yeah. Hot take: President's Trophy hangover. The Panthers miss the playoffs. I don't think that's very hot. All right. Thanks, Nolan. They're three <laughs> points out right now, battling with the Caps, Pens, and Sabres. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't like Matthew Kachuk has 66 points. He's in the top 10 for scoring. And like they have a pretty decent roster, but I think that that, uh, that hangover is hitting pretty hard. And I do not think they make the playoffs. Dude, Bob has been so bad for them. Yeah. And what, where's Spenny Knight? I don't know. I think that just I, I also don't think that spending night's been very I don't know. Hold on. Let it's me, a cold uh, front in South Beach, fella. Let me, let me let me look this up, Spencer Knight. What 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 do we got here for numbers? What do we got? You're twenty one years old. Let me pull these up. That's uh, not a hot take. Are, that takes uh, not hot enough. That's a microwave n- take. Nine, seven, and three. Oh yuck. yuck. I don't like that. Uh, with a three point oh five GAA and a point nine oh six save percentage. Oof. Nah. 906 that's what we're calling league average right 908 oh, 906 yeah but you've you've also paid this guy like four and a half million dollars a year to be your like that pseudo starter no that's that, that's Spencer that's Knight. Yeah, yeah and then bob could, is gonna could be... be a testament could be a testament to the guys in front of him too it's a team game gotta go through five guys before it gets to the goalie 
Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you know, it'd be nice to get a Spoke. damn save once in a while. Spoken um, like such a not goalie. Yeah, you're such a fucking goalie whisperer. Um, is your name Dustin Schwartz? Uh, 12, 13, and 2 uh, for Bob with a 3.24 GAA, 0.897 save percentage. That's a, that's a tough Bob to suck. How many um, more years does he have? Oh, he's like gotta be a, close. Like a, like a hundred? I don't know. Um, no, I think he's got. I think he's got four more after this. Hold on. Five hundred. Bob Rodsky He signed in twenty nineteen, the same day as Panarin. He will have three years after this, Oof, and he's got I'm not on. a full mo- no move clause. Um, but then, but in twenty four twenty five, he has a modified no trade clause. So he could he has to submit a sixteen team no trade list. So he can be traded in twenty four twenty five, um, but he can only be traded to sixteen teams. And those sixteen teams are will probably not be smoking drugs. So I I doubt that they will I I doubt that they will be able to trade Bob. I believe that will be a buyout. Hey, like that's salary cap minimum exists for a reason. Man. And the funny part is, is like Bill Zito is like, he was the guy that all the Oiler fans, in- including myself, were kind of oh, like, yeah, oh, dude, man, Bill Zito simped, say- yeah, I loved simped for him last year. I thought what he did was incredible because he was like not taking no for an answer. And then it's like he huffed a little too much glue. And now he's like, oh, the, yeah, we're just going to. The bench are off. Oh, the bench are that, that was the one that for me, I was like, what in the yeah. world? Well, he. You you know what the stuff with the Panthers, right? In what regard? Like why they can't miss the cat? why why they can't miss the playoffs? Oh, yeah, because that's a uh, uh, that pick isn't protected. Yeah, and that, that goes was back the one, to Montreal. That, that was the one for for Sherratt. Like, yeah. oh my God, that's that's gonna age like milk in the sun. Could you imagine? If they end up missing, could you oh, dude. imagine if Ben Sherratt is in the is in the Detroit locker room and all of his teammates are like. Dude, you got traded for Connor Bedard. And I believe, like a couple of weeks ago, when I was looking at the odds, it, it's like a three percent chance that that pick ends up being a Bedard pick. Yeah, so I and guess it, the it, way if you extrapolate it, it's twelve of twelve percent chance that that's a Bedard, uh, Fantilli, or Mitchkov shot. Yeah, I think that's I nuts. Think, I think what they said was it's like um, you can't move up more than ten spots is the is the new rule now. So you have to finish in the bottom ten for a shot at Bedard. So mm-hmm. if if the Panthers continue to suck and like Alex Barkov is a great player, but I've also seen him get injured quite a few times. And like, if Alex Barkov goes down, Oh my God, like, could you imagine what that team is going to do? Like they will straight up self-destruct. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the Florida Panthers are an unmitigated disaster. Um, so what's your, what's your team hot take then? Well, I don't want to say the Buffalo making the playoffs because I projected them to make the playoffs this year. So they're they're kind of uh, they're man they're looking so good. They're um, ahead of schedule, and they're so much fun to watch. Um, they are, yeah. They're good, te- good, good team, good looking team, good unis, everything. I like it. It's good stuff. I think. Yeah, we're gonna do this. Vegas misses the playoffs. Ooh. Yeah, they're free. They're a bit of a free fall. Yeah, their free fall is real. And have you looked at Jack Eichel's numbers? Oh, they're very, very bad. He's been called out publicly by Bruce Cassidy. If that happened to anybody in a Canadian market, that is like a massive story. Oh yeah, like 
calling out your ten million dollar first line center. Like, and and what right did now, Ca- what did Cassidy say about him? He basically let me just let me pull it up here. Because um, that that you know like Pat like Pasternak, I guess that's why he was having like I don't I don't think Boston's done anything with him yet either. But um, it was pretty well known that Pasta wasn't a Bruce Cassidy guy. Uh, said here, uh, uh, Jack just hasn't been the same driving force. He, uh, he, uh, for, uh, same driving force for us as he was at the start of the year on both ends of the ice. The expectations are not being met from Jack. He needs to be better for us, especially as we're down a few guys that create offense for us. He ne- needs to be one of the drivers. That's pretty fair. That's a pretty fair thing. Uh, but like you said too, if that was, you know, said about, Austin Matthews, Connor McDavid, like that's a big even, hell, even, anything. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like it's, Shife, it's like any Canadian team. That's a that's front page of TSN. Yeah, and so I just I don't know. Like that team it just constantly has injury trouble. They're constantly dealing with salary cap issues. Like there's just well, and there's been a lot of emerging teams too in the West that can challenge for that like i don't think very many people thought seattle was going to be where they were seattle's very much you know charging for a position there calgary edmonton are both like on the on the on the up and coming right um mm-hmm. the kings have been playing fantastic if you go to the central dallas is a juggernaut the jets are playing very very well like there's teams that a lot of much or um colorado minnesota there's teams that are very good that are battling for for that spot so it's it i don't know there's there's eight spaces and Vegas isn't playing up to snuff right now. I, I don't think that that's, that's a hot take, but it's a valid take. And also, like, what's going to happen, too, if one of their goaltenders goes down? Like, if, if uh, Brassois or Logan Thompson goes down? Like, well, th- yeah. you've got nothing. Thompson hasn't been... Fan- like, he, he was, like, a, a Vesna candidate earlier in the season. And now he's... And now his numbers have, I think, just taken a big crater into the toilet lately. This is, this is a not nice thing to say. But I see a lot of similarities between like Jack Campbell's All Star season last year and Logan Thompson's All Star season this year, where the front where the front half was very good, the resume looked really good, lots of, like good numbers, lots of wins, teams were in very good positions, and then they went to the All Star game and they came back. And Jack Campbell had like a not great back half when he came back mm-hmm. from Toronto. Right, he had a pretty tough go. And I don't know, I see some similarities there for Logan Thompson. The, the writing seem it seems like that script is written a little bit. Yeah, Logan Thompson is now down to a 19-13-3 record with a 2.69 GAA and a .913 save percentage. So his save percentage is still pretty decent. He's coming back to earth, though. Yeah, he's not. It's not that 926 it was earlier. Yeah, he, he... Like he kept them in that game against the Islanders. The Islanders obviously pulled off the overtime winner, but like, I don't know, man. That's, that's pretty, that's pretty icky. Like there's some not great stuff there. Um, okay. Miles, your hot take, your, your player hot take. I alluded to it. uh, uh, This, this is a spicy one. I alluded to it last week. Uh, in the in the show that we recorded, but Evander Kane twenty goals. Evander Kane twenty goals. He's at six right now. He's got thirty two games to go. Easy money. I don't know. I've been his early returns have not been ideal. Let him cook. I know. Let him cook. He's got lots of time. He's got lots of guys around him that open create chances for him. Once he gets back, his legs underneath of him and his his wrist better, whatever he needs to do, twenty goals, bang. Okay. He's can a guy. He'll score four a game. Can I can I say something that that might slightly get me canceled regarding Evander Kane? 
Oh, I'm that nervous. that comes off. That that comes yeah, off. Yeah, I'm nervous. Wrong. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Don't. Yeah. Uh, he, am I the only one that notices he's looking just a a a, a little doughy? <laughs> that's a. I think I think that that's a possibility. He just looks. I a haven't. Little, I haven't noticed that. He's usually it, pretty it, diced. He is usually pretty diced, but I've just noticed in the face a little bit and. Yes, we're allowed to say these things are professional athletes, okay? Like, it's more than okay. Like, I'm not talking about a fucking... I'm not talking about... A, Nolan's justifying fat-shaming Evander Kane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fat-shaming Evander... I... We're... Once again... I'm not fat-shaming We're talking about... We're talking about professional athletes here. Like, there's nothing wrong with saying that. Um, <laughs> whatever, whatever helps you sleep at night, kid. Fuck off, Miles. <laughs> kill you um i'll kill you all your death threats now this guy's on fire today <laughs> what's your mask. player hot take pulls off mask on bobby hall um <laughs> that's a bad joke <laughs> okay what's your hot take then <laughs> i see issue is i've got so many hot takes that are flowing through my head right now hmm you guys not prepared no, I am prepared. I <laughs> just, just I just I just have a couple. I I have a couple juicy ones and I'm just trying to I'm just trying to um Okay. Okay. No. Okay. I think Yeah. Troy Terry gets traded by the deadline. Okay. <laughs> Just n- nothing to say. Well, that, that's you. You've been saying that for weeks. No, I. I said. I said. What is the possibility of Anaheim maybe trading Troy Terry? And but you I, think you think confirmed per Darren he's going to get. I, th- I think it'll get. I think he'll get traded. Yeah. I what think are, he's can get, I get some landing spots? I. I mean, take your pick. Like I. Th- I think anywhere. I think anywhere would make sense for him. I just see. I think that we're going to have a really busy trade deadline. Despite the financial implications, I think there are so many teams and so many general managers that are gunning for that Connor Bedard asset that will take every shot they can get. And if it means that, you know, if if it means Anaheim trades Troy Terry for, and, and like, We've got a couple pretty decent drafts for the next little while. Like we've got Michael Misa coming up as well. We've got um, there's that kid that's going to be going to I think BU next year. That's going to be really good. I can't remember his name, but like there there's going to be quite a few drafts coming up here. And I think that Anaheim might look at this and say, "Listen, like we're so many points out of a out of a wild card position." Troy Terry, the only thing he does is ruin our chances at at, at Connor Bedard. He's going to be a restricted free agent at the end of the season. He's going to cost us a shitload of money, and he's not like age wise doesn't exactly line up with the timeline of this team. And I almost wonder, could you see him be? I mean, you, you he and he makes like dick all, so you could see him move to like a team like Dallas. You could see him move to a team like Winnipeg. You could see him moved out east. You could see him move to like Boston. Does that not seem like a Boston move? Is be like, oh yeah, we'll we'll trade like two firsts and some other shit for Troy Terry or like the like the New Jersey Devils. The, you know, they're sniffing around Timo Meyer as well. That's another big one. Um, yeah, which, the, he's he's at the beach with all the boys. Hey, yeah. Well, Timo Meyer is on vacay team, with with team, a bunch of Devils. Timo Meyer is like full blown like 
I, I think we're going to see him move for a, a pretty substantial package, especially after the Horvat trade is now done. Like, I think that we're, it sets we're going to start to see, man. yeah, we're going to start yeah. to see a lot of guys moved. Um, I think another, another team to watch out for is the blues. Um, like they got to do something, man. They, they're, uh, in a zero, zero game right now against the jets. I got it on in the background. I, I wonder, I wonder about those guys. They signed to like, like, I wonder about Pareko. That's another big one. Like what, like what happens with Colton yeah. Pareko, and then going into this off season, do they look at it and say, do we want to be a mid team for the next fifteen years, or do we want to completely clean house, reset this whole thing, and see what we can do for the next ten, see what we can do for the next five years to pitch to potentially put ourselves in a position where we can be dominant for another twenty? You said uh, you said Boston, but wouldn't it be such a Colorado thing? To do something oh, like a Troy Oh yeah, Perry. sorry. Yeah, that's actually a that's actually a, a much better example. Yeah, I would. Yeah, that is a very much a Colorado thing. Joe Sackick's gonna be sniping guys. Chris McFarland, okay. He, Joe, Joe Sackick isn't the GM anymore, but it's. Oh, but I, I think it's a wink, wink. Yeah, yeah. The little strings. Yeah, they're all the strings master. on me. But um, uh, dude, I I agree with you though. Like going back to what you were saying about the like the race to the bottom that this Bedard sweepstakes is creating. Oh, it's gross. It's going to be really, really disgusting to see what some of these teams do to get this kid. You saw the whole thing with Gary Bettman too, where he's like, I don't believe any teams are tanking. It it does not, <laughs> it does not uh, help the integrity of the sport. It's like, oh, well, Gary, I hate to break it to you. but Someone's uh, got to reply to that with that gif of Usher, Usher where he's like, watch this. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it, but it's also like, dude, Gary, you're like your crown jewel organization in the Chicago Blackhawks literally iced a team that has Jack Johnson playing on the first pairing. <laughs> your crown jewel of a team in Arizona plays in front of 5,000 people at a ho- at a college rink. <laughs> so for Connor Bedard next year, he's going to play 41 games in front dude, of 5,000 people. Better, he better not go to Arizona. Like if there is one team I do not want to see Connor Bedard go to, it's Arizona. Like, Dude, it, it, it's, it's written on the wall. Matthews and Bedard in Arizona, they're going to have a, a beautiful brand new rink and Gary Bettman's going to be like, what do you mean hockey in the desert doesn't work? It was all me all along. You you, you find out that this was just some like inside job from Gary from the very beginning. I, I said architect of destruction. Yeah, He's you can, doing you, it. You can kill the man, but not the idea. Um, <laughs> <laughs> man, uh, like sh- Chicago though, especially after the Taves Kane moves and you can probably expect Jake McCabe is probably going to get moved as well. If if in fact they can move off to Jake uh, Jake McCabe, the the word is that apparently he loves living in Chicago and like that was a big reason why he signed signed that big contract there. Like it's it, oh my god, like this this free fall is gonna be insane. And the only thing that the All Star break in the bye week allows for is general managers more time to go through hockey DB and be like, what can we plan next? <laughs> Sinister. <laughs> Starring just, Ethan Hawk. I hope I would love to see somebody get traded at the All Star game. It's like, oh yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> now so for the breakaway challenge, we're actually going to be bringing out your new jersey. By the way, you're getting traded. <laughs> By the way, Roman Yossi, you are a Vegas Golden Knight. <laughs> Speaking of Vegas Golden Knights and guys getting hurt, I uh, don't think we've talked about it, but how uh, Max Sad Pacioretty? Oh. Tears the same Achilles. I read that in the grocery store. It got sent to the group chat, and, and I was I was sad, man. I felt ba- I feel bad for him. That sucks. Were you sad for Max Pacioretty, or were you sad for your fantasy team? For the guy. Okay, good. 
the same Achilles. That's like yeah, that's, that's so horrible, dude. Yeah. That's that's like career-ending shit right there. And that's like the most painful injury. Yeah. A lot of people say like the the surgery that's required for it and the comeback. Ugh, I it sucks. It sucks dude, so much. Do you remember? Do you remember last NFL offseason the Tariq Cohen video? Did I ever send that to you? Mm, I don't think so. It was like he. Um, he Instagram live streamed him doing his like off season workout. And he was like doing like fucking shuffling or some shit like that. And he like, and you heard that from his Achilles. Oh, yeah, you did. oh yeah, 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 yeah. And you're like, ah, no, that's so gross. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so sad. And it's like, I, I, jeez, oh, you, you feel gutted for guys. Cause it's like, and especially come trying to come back from that. You're, you're never the same. No. But you know, he came back, scored what, like five goals. Maybe he can do it again. Fingers crossed, man. Hoping that he yeah. can. Hoping that he can. Shout shouts out for patches. Shouts out to patches because he's a rock star and all. And, and rock star is a term that gets thrown around a lot these days, sometimes early in the show when it shouldn't be, which is not rock star. But at this point in the show, it is rock star, Nolan. And you know, this may be a little bit of a um a little bit of foreshadowing. For people that know the news but no one who doesn't love the rush that comes with gambling seeing your stakes take shape can have you on the edge of your seat if it's five bucks or 500 it feels damn good to get money off of your luck or what some people consider skill however you choose to look at it i guess that's why people get addicted right ha 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 well, Nolan, an anonymous 41-year-old woman from Michigan is living every gambler's dream as a scratch-off ticket that she got for free netted her $300,000. Her plan is to use that money to pay bills, go on a vacation, and save money. Uh, that's that's what she's got uh, written down for, for that money. Pretty rock star to turn nothing into $300,000. Kind of sad that $300,000 isn't that much money in this economy. Low-key a dig at her here, but like, why are you staying anonymous for $300,000? Like, that buys you a normal house in the Midwest. Are you afraid your ops are going to send their shooters after you for your three hundred grand? Ooh, I'm so scared. If she has that level of enemies as a suburban woman in Michigan, then that's even more rock star. 21, can you do something for me? Can you talk to the ops next for me? Oh, and she got that free play ticket with the purchase at a liquor store. LOL. That's, that's so cool. That's so rock star. Um, you know what though? I actually think it's kind of sick that she's remaining uh, remaining anonymous for three hundred thousand dollars. It's it, kind of it's, it's kind cool. of it's kind of a little bit of like BDE. Yeah. Oh no. No. This this rock star of the week, Nolan, was chosen strategically. Okay. Perfect. For the uh, announcement, for the nuance, for her anonymity. I don't know what the word is. Anonymity. I don't know whatever it is. How she's staying anonymous. That's cool. Yeah. That's very cool. That is really cool. She's going to yeah. get, um, she's, maybe she'll get Super Bowl tickets. I don't know. Maybe she's a Birds fan. She's from Michigan. She can't be a Lions fan. That'd be hard. <laughs> be tough beat. That'd be painful. Yeah. Missing the playoffs. If, if she is, she's loyal. <laughs> yeah, but imagine being like, yeah, my favorite player is Jamal Williams. Smoking on that pack. That pack. pack smoking on, I don't know. Smoking on that pack, son. <laughs> I'm hanging loose right now. I'm surfing. <laughs> Zoran. Zoran. Um, well, Nolan, next yeah. week's agenda. Yeah. And your words, absolutely nothing. And then we had a back and forth in the notes. I said, sus thing to say when you have three players going to the All-Star game, but okay. To which Nolan replied, I think the players even look at the All-Star game as nothing. Sad. Very, very true, though. Very true. 
True. Yeah, I think I think I think Connor, Leon, and Stu are getting absolutely litty tittied at one of the Sunrise Florida clubs. Oh, it's gonna be awesome for them. But I I'm gonna be glued to the TV. I don't care what like I know two weeks ago I went on a rant about how the All-Star game is such a shitty product. Now they could do so much better, blah, 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 blah. I'm gonna be glued to the TV. I'm gonna watch it Friday and Saturday. Yeah. I I I man, I'm really gonna miss Austin Matthews there though. Like that, yeah. that's one thing. I I I the drip king. Yeah, he's just got a lot of swagger to him too. Like he's he does. just he's just such a good player and it's just it it's always really fun. I think it's cool that like I think it's really cool that Sid Novi are going. Like yeah, we don't absolutely. hear of them pulling out. Like that's pretty cool. Like if we had Austin Matthews, like this would be a f- like a pretty loaded All-Star. And I know that we complained when the All-Star rosters got announced because it's like another bunch of guys it's like oh great we got kevin hayes at the all-star game we're like oh great we've got uh, uh clayton keller there but like it is the, the, it is the fan cool. vote the fan vote did bring a little bit back to it the yeah. fan vote brought the right players in and it made it palatable yeah but if i remember correctly isn't kucherov still not going i don't think i don't think cooch got the invite no i don't believe he did oh, tough beat which is super tough but yeah. i mean he's just gonna slew foot guys out there in the game anyway and try and yeah. hurt them so it is what it is. It is very true. But no, it's um yeah, I'm 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 looking forward to it. I probably won't watch the actual game, but I'll I'll watch I'll watch the All-Star or like I'll watch like the skills comp and stuff. Um but man, they got to they, they got to bring back they got to bring back the uh the, straight uh, east versus west. Straight east versus west. They got to bring back or just bring back that fantasy draft. Yeah. The fantasy draft was so cool. Like that was so much fun seeing. Like I, st- I still, I mean, like like we talked about this before, but like Kessel being picked last and stuff is just so funny. I'm, dude. I want Phil Kessel at the All Star Game too. I just want more <laughs> Phil Kessel in the media. He he rules. He does rule. He's just like he 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 doesn't give two shits. He's like, yeah, I'm plugging my ears and my cup rings. <laughs> Leave me alone. Yeah, here at South Beach has some good Cubano sandwiches. <laughs> maybe ha- maybe muscle a couple of those. Four strands of hair left on the top of his head. <laughs> Looking like a Homer Simpson. <laughs> oh! <sighs> well, Nolan, it's been a slice. I think we got. I think we got through a pretty fun episode here. Good this episode. This is actually really fun. This is really good, actually. I, we, in... were, we were we were going to go for like less than an hour. We actually pulled off an hour thirteen because of, hey. of a big stand up comedy routine. Hey, look at us, <laughs> professionals, gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to the One for One podcast. It's been an excellent season so far. We hope you've enjoyed it. Good episode, uh, keeping you rested going into All Star Weekend. The home of hot takes and even hotter listeners. But as always, go Oilers go. Go Oilers go.